All opinions expressed on this podcast are solely our current opinions. And do not reflect the opinions of any companies or persons referred to on our show. Welcome back to Let's Shoot the Shit, where we shoot the shit, cry a little bit, and and get lit. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. No, this is a radio show. (laughs) Are we playing music? (laughs) Yes. You know what? One day we'll have to do a music episode and just play, like, songs that we like. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. (laughs) Just be be a whole bunch of, like, 10-second songs. Yeah, like Hit Clips. Do you remember Hit Clips? No. See, you always say that three years difference wait what are those is it the one with the little tiny radio that you yes. put little things in yes, yes. so then yes okay. i know okay, that okay, okay, okay. i'm like wait <laughs> i've a lot of drugs so i need to remember oh stuff from my childhood sometimes <laughs> god damn it yeah don't spill Anyways. wine all over yourself so uh so today since it's still october we're gonna have another like spooky episode and just talk about like spooky movies mm-hmm. like another like basically a horror movies part two um, so it's just going to be kind of a chill, shorter, like laid back podcast, you know, cause yes, Missy's because Missy's going to Texas next week. Yes. And I probably will barely have any time to even edit this yeah, episode. Yeah. Which I could edit it no, if you would let me. You don't. <clears throat> you can't. <laughs> Anyways. No. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we do have some listener stories this week. So, uh, we'll go ahead and insert those in right here. And the question was, tell us about your ghost stories. And yeah, so here they are. So these stories are from Victoria. And here we go. She says, So this story is not mine, but it is my sister's experience with the paranormal. She was with this guy at the time, a long-distance relationship. She had been with him for three years. He mentioned to her that since he was a very young boy, he had this shadow person that would follow him around. He never knew what it was, but every time he saw it, it would have an overwhelming sense of dread and just bad feelings in general. She went to visit him eventually, and while she was visiting, she had an experience with the shadow person. The both of them were talking and catching up. She remembers looking around and then seeing this shadow of a person standing in a doorway. It was wearing a cap and just standing still. The guy she was with at the time asked her if she could see the shadow, and she began to feel this overwhelming awful feeling and nodded. Both of them ended up seeing the shadow man that day. It was the same one that had been following him around all his life. She says, I I personally have never had a paranormal experience, but I do believe that there is trapped energy that lives among us. Like, the energy isn't necessarily a person or a ghost, but it's just a residue of energy left behind. And I believe that me and Victoria tend to believe very similar opinions on this type of issue. Uh, The next story, 
She says, my friend's father grew up in a very old home. It had been a maid's quarters. Okay. It still had a maid's quarters and some hidden doors that looked like just a part of the wall. He said that his family and anyone that came to visit them had to be careful when they were in the home because random objects would fly off the shelves and hit someone. Things like pencils, coins, or smaller hard objects that could poke an eye out. He told me about a time when his sister had a friend sleepover and both of them went to bed in her bedroom. But come morning, everyone in the home woke up to the sound of her friend screaming. But she wasn't in his sister's bedroom. No. She, But she wasn't in his sister's bedroom. No, the screams were coming from the maid's quarters. See, the maid's quarters served as a nursery for the both of them when they were younger, and his parents never moved the cradle from that room. So everything that was there when they were infants still resided. When his sister ran to the bedroom, she found her friend stuck in the cradle. She had woken up in there. No recollection, no recollection, no recollection of however she got there in the first place. Maybe she was a sleepwalker, but they always believed that they had been carried there. The maid's quarters wasn't necessarily easy to access, especially for someone who was sleepwalking. Okay. And there was a <laughs> Um, so how was your week? Wait, I just want to say, what? normally we would comment on the listener stories, oh. but since we're inserting them uh, later on, because we're pre-recording for next week, we technically haven't heard them yet. Yes. So if you sent in a, a ghost story, that was so scary, you guys. Yeah. Like, we're shook, honestly. Lit. Dope, fam. Okay. Dab. <laughs> God damn it. Um, We've already been drinking, obviously. Yeah, so. I like chugged my first glass of wine because today's been awful. <laughs> me, too, me too. So let's talk about our weeks. I have notes once again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should go first while I think about mine. Well, I guess. So we uh, voted today, me and my fiance. Oh gosh, okay. This is a political pu- and- political. Political puddle. <laughs> I thought <laughs> that sounds like a band. Why does that sound like a punk band? Political Why are puddle? we gonna start a punk Stop. band? That would be everything. Okay, we can't commit to that. We can't. Anyways, we can barely do the fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought for sure, and like you know, trigger warning for all you Republicans out there. Please don't listen to this part because y'all gonna be mad. Yeah. But I thought I had swayed his vote and I was like, oh shit, he's voting for Biden. Biden, like, Biden. I was like, this is great. He's like finally learning stuff and not just blindly picking people that he's like been told to pick his whole life growing up in a conservative small town. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, after the debate, the first debate, um, I thought he ch- he changed, you know? Folks, that is not what I witnessed this evening. <laughs> what was what was he saying beforehand? I thought he was going to vote for Biden. I really did. And then we pull out our ballots because we're doing mail-in ballots because of the virus and we're trying to stay safe. And also, you know, we didn't want to wait in any lines, although I guess apparently there is no lines in town. 
my wine just goes flying. Oh my god, stop. I'm passionate. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're a registered to vote in the state of Arkansas or anywhere, please vote. Please vote. Because I swear to God, if I hear someone complain about Trump and not vote for Biden... You're voting for Trump. Anyways, so... <laughs> Except for me. I feel like it's... If you're, like... If you, like, forgot to register or, like, thought you registered and didn't yeah. do it on time... Like, it's just for important. me, for example, like, I was going to vote. Like, that's... Yeah. I was going to do it this year. Mm-hmm. But I fucking thought that I registered when I first moved yeah. here, but apparently I fucking didn't. Yeah. Like, it's I just, could have sworn that I did it as soon as I got my driver's license, but it's It's whatever. just important. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know. I just get kind of scared, to be honest, when I think about if he gets reelected, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of scary to me. And I just, I really, I just want to see something new fucking change, <laughs> you yeah. know? So anyways, um, yeah, Clay voted for Trump. And, you know, here's the thing. Like, we're all... The, the beautiful part about America is that we can vote. Like, the fact that we can even vote for our, like, leader mm-hmm. is great, you know? Like, a lot of countries literally can't do that. They just have to, like, go along with whatever leader there is and hope they don't, like, speak up against the government and, like, risk getting murdered, you know? Yeah. But it just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of upset me to see that, I guess. So, so that happened literally, like, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I've already chugged a glass of wine. So <laughs> I feel like most of our uh, <clears throat> I feel like most of our listeners are liberal, democratic people, anyways. So is, I'm is sure. uh, your mom? Mm-hmm. Oh, she is. Yeah, she screams. I see you, Kathy. <laughs> she screams about hating Trump sometimes, and I, oh my God, I love is your it. Dad? <clears throat> my dad is like non-conforming he like always votes for the green party my mom does too but see here's another thing you guys if you vote for the green party you're voting for nothing that's a throwaway vote because the green party will never win no it never has and it never will you know <clears throat> like that's unless unless we throw away the two-party system exactly <laughs> yeah and the two-party system only exists because of marketing and money mm-hmm. and it's all about a 50 50 divide you yeah. know so it kind of sucks. But anyways, let's... Uh, let's dive into our week. Let's talk about <laughs> PJ's birthday party. Oh. And, uh, and a fuck. <laughs> Everyone out there, we finally fought. Oh my god. We finally fought each other. I may or may not have left a bruise on her. No, that was Clay. May- oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> for, for context, um, she's kinky and that's all you need to know. I mean, not really. It's only when I drink vodka. That you're kinky? I think so. Okay. I don't know. It's like I have a lot of, like, repressed... This is why our podcast is explicit. I have a lot of, like, repressed emotions and, like, fucked up mental illnesses. And I feel like sometimes when I drink, it's, like, um, a cathartic experience. Um, You know what I mean? I feel like you have to know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm kinky, too. Right? So, yes. So, you know, Connor... But I'm kinky sober. (laughs) Oh, yeah. When I'm sober, I don't want to do anything. Like, don't touch me. Well, I mean, I also feel that. Yeah. But trauma. It's almost like when I'm drinking, the trauma is not there. It's just, like, my body, you know? Hashtag love trauma. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, Connor was sleeping over at his grandparents' house. So, Clay and I had the whole house to ourselves, and we still chose apparently to park right in the driveway and just do it in the car <laughs> i was like we had the whole fucking house 
And we just didn't do it in the house. Okay, that's I don't, fine. I don't even remember getting home that night. So. And you literally live like the 30 second walk. <laughs> yes. I like the way that my, uh, like my brother's house, like is set up, like we literally live on the same street. So I could like walk home and like fucking fall or, or like, like something like mm-hmm. on my way there and just I probably wouldn't have remembered yeah like yeah, yeah I woke up with multiple bruises mm-hmm. a lot of bruises yeah it was pretty bad <laughs> I was looking at my notes and I put the party and then like a frowny face <laughs> I think it was oh fun I think it was probably I think it was probably better than last year like it wasn't yeah. as uh oh let's talk about Jello Shot Misty she emerged she came out of the woodwork, so we were not <laughs> expecting it. She just was there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, immediately collapsed on the ground. And I was not fucking having it. I was like, not this year, bitch. Well, you had other friends to socialize no, with. No, not even. I just was like, you ruined the party last year. So this year, it's not happening. And I took some Pringles and I literally jammed it. <laughs> I jammed it into her fucking mouth. And she, like, progressed. She, like, slowly rose from the ashes. Well, like a phoenix being born. Yeah, at some point, I, like, collapsed several mm-hmm. times that night. Because I had a And little- every time, I would grab you and, like, <laughs> literally bring you up. Yeah, someone, like, I think it was either you or Thomas that brought me. Thomas didn't give a fuck. It was me every time. Okay, so you brought me my water whenever I was like, yes. I need water. I did everything that night. <laughs> I, like, like, she, like, made sure that I, I was, like, having fun. I had the night off from not having to watch my son, but I kind of also had to watch my daughter that night because I pretty much <laughs> took care of you. <laughs> Jello shot Misty is literally your daughter. But after you, after you like finally got up and you were like coherent and stuff, the rest of the night was yes was good. Yes. You know, so it was fun. My favorite part of the night was whenever we were leaving and we checked in on Tristan. Oh my god! And yes. he and he sat up slightly from underneath the covers and he was like, "Happy birthday, guys!" Yes, and we were like, "Happy birthday, Tristan!" And he's like, "Thanks." <laughs> and it's funny because PJ oh was standing god. right there too, yeah. just just watching probably, us say happy birthday to each other. Probably thinking it was the cutest thing ever. Yes. <laughs> My favorite part of the night. Okay, so I went dressed as um, Hopper. Oh. oh. I went dressed as Hopper from Stranger Things. Yes. And I looked like a dude. Like, yeah. Well, you'll, they, you'll see they, saw, they saw the pictures. Yeah, you saw it on our um, Instagram if you're following it. And <laughs> Shade. So, you know, everyone else was looking like a sexy ass bitch that night. Like, Victoria's makeup looked great. Your fucking makeup and your dress looked great. I was like... PJ looked great. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm over it. Like, I went to the bathroom. I washed off my makeup. And then as soon as I came back into the room, PJ's friend was like, you look like a closeted bisexual. Because <laughs> I was wearing uh, my Hawaiian t-shirt and some cuffed jeans. And then Missy was like, she's out. And then, she, and then PJ's friend was like, honestly, the purple hair gave it away. <laughs> That was my favorite part of the night. I was yes. like, I've never been seen. <clears throat> You've never been by outed? like a stranger before. Do you know what like I mean? In like in front of other people? <laughs> no, not outed, but like somebody like recognized who I was, and it like felt good. Yeah, <laughs> like it was kind of validating, you know. Yeah, that was that was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. But like, all I remember was you being gone for like thirty minutes. 
And, like, you come back, and you're, like, a completely <laughs> different person. Well, because, you know, I had a bunch of makeup on. I had to literally take my hair out of its hairdo. Like, I had it up, like, a 80s. I basically looked like, um, what's that porn star's name? Ron Jeremy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I looked like Ron Jeremy, oh straight up. And I was like, you know what? I'm having a little bit of dysmorphia right now, Aww. looking like Ron Jeremy, so I'm going to have to get rid of this. You looked like a cute boy. Definitely a Apparently. dad. Yeah, I did look kind of like a dad. <laughs> but it was fun. All you needed was the white, uh, black and white Nikes, you oh know? Oh god. But they have to be crisp white. Yes. Like not a scratch. My dad has several mm-hmm. different pairs of the same type. And they're all perfectly type. white? Yes, of the same type. Uh. Like he has like a pair that he wears regularly that are like crisp and white. And then every time, like, those start to fade, he buys a new pair. Oh and, and the previous pair he still has, but for yard work. Oh Clay does that. <laughs> I'm waiting for Clay to just one day walk oh out God, in stop. his dad's shoes with the black Nike check. Please don't say that to me it's right so- now. It's That's my so, worst fear. It's so funny. I'm already like, trying to get him to dress more stylish. Like, I don't need him get going further down the hole, you know? I, I'm just gonna, like, put the idea in his head and be like, hey, you know, these shoes look oh really cool. No! Stop! <laughs> oh, the what? fuck? Okay, then. Hi! Oh, Connor's on the podcast. Say hi! He already high said five. hi. <laughs> high five. He wants to high five you. High five. Come on, Bubba. Okay. Bye. 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 Aw. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of tipsy. Wine fucks you up. Yeah. Like well, I, You also I, like drink tr- more than half the bottle. I like chugged my first glass. <laughs> and then like now I'm on my second one and it's, all, it's like half, almost half gone. Yeah, I'm, like, halfway done with my... This is a bad idea. We're, like, 14 minutes into the podcast, and I don't know if I can do it. God damn it. Stop <laughs> drinking the wine, then. I can't. It's so good. Okay. So, let's also talk about... Um, this podcast is about to get lit. Okay. Oh, my Let's talk about... Okay. So, I had this lady come in, and she was having issues with um, UTIs, right? Mm-hmm. Misty... You're a woman. Yes. Are you aware that you have three holes? Yes. Because some women aren't, apparently. What? Because she, some women think that if you have a UTI, it's to do with your vagina. It has nothing to do with your vagina. It's your urinary tract. It's your urethra, yeah. which goes to your bladder, which goes to your kidneys. Yeah, the vagina is The like, vagina is where you have, like, yeast infections, yeah. things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with your vagina. Don't touch your vagina. Leave it alone. Stop doing shit to it, you know? Yeah. Like, take either antibiotics that you get from, like, urgent care, or maybe try, like, D-manos powder or, like, cranberry, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I showed her the D-manos powder, and she's like, can I make this into a paste and, like, put it inside my vagina? And I was like, no. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm going to do some research. I think I can anyways. I just had to walk away. Because the thing about your vagina which this podcast is about to get really weird. This is what I was saying was, should I even say this story? Like, it's something that is kind of delicate. Like, you don't want to fuck with it. You don't want you don't yeah. want to douche with it. You don't want to do all this weird... Just leave it alone. Yeah. Like, it can take care of itself, you I know? Saw, I saw a meme the other day where it was, like, uh, 
like uh, ten ten top stories that uh, guys f- like fuck up women's PHs. Yeah. And uh, she, it was like this uh, cartoon of this girl and this guy in bed, and she was like. What did what lube did you use? Cause it's like really burning. And the guy was like, "Oh, I I just use like shampoo. Is there a difference?" What the fuck? Yes, there's a difference. What about some bitches putting yogurt in their vagina? No, leave it alone. Your vagina is perfect the way it is. You don't have to fuck with it. Yeah. Unless you're literally like producing like weird ass. Okay, we're not gonna get we're not gonna get too gross here. (laughs) Just leave it alone. But anyways, so I told her no because here's the thing, Diamanos. The, the reason why you take it internally, like you ingest it with your mouth to fight uh, urinary tract infections, is it actually is a simple sugar that helps the, the bacteria to not adhere to your the walls of your urinary tract. That's how it works, you know? But it's also a sugar. So if you put it inside of your vagina, you have the risk of producing more yeast, which yeast feeds on sugar. That's mm-hmm. how you make bread. That's how you make alcohol. That's how you make kombucha, you know? Yeah. And you're going to create... A yeast infection. So now you're going to have a UTI and a yeast infection. Oh God, that woman's vagina is probably on fire. I literally fire. had to go to the back and like vent to Tristan. I was like... Poor Tristan. I know, Tristan. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, listen, everything I'm about to say is like super gross and weird, but I just, I, I just got to I have to, I can't. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you were going to tell me that day too. I was so fucking, I was so concerned about this woman's fucking vagina. Like, don't put, don't put shit in there. Stop it. No. Anyways, um, that was one of my stories. (laughs) Okay. Also, um, can we talk about work crushes? I mean, I guess it's literally just going to be you talking about other guys. Do you not have any work crushes? Other than Victoria. Oh my god! <laughs> well, everyone kind of has a work crush on Victoria, of right? Because she's the only redhead, so. Oh my god. When I first met you, like, two or three years ago, you're like, my type is redheads with a fat ass. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's such a specific type, you know? It is. I don't think I'm that specific with anything. I mean, even just redheads, too. Like, they mm. don't even gotta have a fat ass. But, like, most redheads that I've ever met have a fat ass. <laughs> I don't know what it is. My types are usually having to do with, like, how they dress or, like, their, like, um, how they move. Like, their mannerisms, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I never really notice people's, like, colors of things or, like, their, like, physical features, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, so, <laughs> but I guess I do have a type sometimes, and that's apparently 50-year-old Because <laughs> there's this guy that comes in. Oh, my God. Who's very cute. He is very cute. And you think so? Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I, as soon as I knew who you were talking about, like, I was like, wow, I also, like, think that guy's attractive. Yes. <laughs> He's fucking cute as fuck. And also, I do have a thing for tooth gaps. I don't know why. But he has, like, this thick-ass, like, tooth gap in his two front teeth. And when he smiles at me, I'm just like, oh, my God. But now he wears a mask. And I'm like, god damn it. I can't stare at his fucking tooth gap anymore. That's cool. But, yeah, he came up. He, you know, came into the store, got his shit. And then when he got to the front, he's like, where do you want me? He didn't say it like that. He was like, where do you want me? But in my brain, he was like... (laughs) Where do you want me? Like, and I was like, bitch, right here on the counter. Sensual music right playing here on in the, the background. <laughs> and then as he was paying, he's like, 
I really like your hair. The purple looks really nice on you. And I was like, thank you, sir. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day that he hits on you. And then I'm going to be like. But wasn't he kind of hitting I, on me? I like. Honestly. Know who your wife is. Honestly, we're going to keep this on the podcast because Clay doesn't listen. But Bashan, I'm ready for you. Oh my God. <laughs> Whenever. <laughs> you beat a stop. The microphone is not I'm, him, Listen, okay? I'm just telling you. This wine is not okay right now. It's kind of fucking me up. <laughs> I can tell. You need to chill out. Okay. Continue with your other stories before you get All wasted. Right. Anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, cashews guy. So <clears throat> this one's not that great. But, you know, I was up at the register and this guy was trying to find the price of the apples. So I had him run back to the apples and find, like, the price per pound. And as he was coming back, oh! this guy... <laughs> guy who, by the way was already being very loud in the store like yes. he was like screaming to his wife and like dancing and I, he was like i don't fucking know yeah maybe his drugs, wife was also yelling it was so weird i yeah. was like i looked at tristan at some point when they were in the store i was like jesus christ this old couple is really fucking yes, loud he was like, like yeah i know this? i hate people right <laughs> <laughs> we hate all which by the way after my story we have to talk about serial killer okay yes anyways <laughs> So, like, the guy goes to run up to the front, and this guy, like, literally, I wish, I wish you guys could see me right now. <laughs> he comes up to the front with his fucking cashew. He had, like, three pounds of cashews in this bag. He's swinging it. He flat, like, throws it on the counter, and the sound it made was like, <laughs> and the guy, <laughs> the guy with the apples was like, um, and I was like, oh, God. Because, like, you know. The ca- I witnessed this whole thing. The cashew, cashew, <laughs> goddammit. The cashew guy's trying to fucking check out, apparently. Even though you're in the middle of I was, a transaction. Yes. I was and, like, like, I saw you when it happened. <laughs> and you, like, kind of just looked at both of them. Dude. And you, like, fiddled with the bag. And you're like, um. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love the masks. Because I was dying. Yes. I was laughing so fucking hard. I was, like, I was, like, at the computer desk. And I was, like, trying not to scream laugh. Yeah. And I was like, sir, um, I'm actually in the middle of a transaction. He goes, oh, okay, my bad. And then he, like, grabs his fucking cashew sack off the counter. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and he still waited People are for, just you, so... for you specifically to check him out. Yeah. Even though I had... Well, you didn't even get up from your chair, so... <laughs> it's because I had... I had been laughing so hard that I looked like I was crying. So People I was are like, just so unobservational. Uh, like, how did you not see that I had a bunch of shit? Yeah. On the counter already. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fuck? I don't yeah. Know. Anyways, that was my week, you guys. And he didn't even notice that the guy was standing behind him either, which was the best part. And the guy was right? like looking so awkward, mm-hmm. just waiting for him to move, and he did it until you said something. Oh my god. I can't imagine. Oh, oh my god. He was like, oh, I didn't even notice you behind me. I'm so, like, aware of my surroundings, maybe because I have anxiety, that, like, I can even see, like, a fly on the blinds, you know? Like, I know what the fuck is going on at all times. Yes, yes, I'm the same way. Oh my god. Anyways, so tell me about your week and make me not feel alone with all my embarrassing (laughs) stories. Man, something happened today and I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, okay, so... You know that older guy that always comes in with a crate just, like, full of bottles and he wants you to, like, replace it with another crate? No. Well, he came in, like, ten minutes until we closed. And uh, our work has this, uh, like, 
reu reusable <clears throat> milk bottle system where if you bring the bottles back, they're glass bottles, so you can get a credit to your next milk bottle. And this guy fucking buys like six at a time. <laughs> and like, I'm like in the back, like trying to close, like trying to prepare everything, like all the bins that I need uh, for all the produce. And like, he just like comes around, like he like walks <laughs> into the back oh, office no. and he's you? like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, that reminds me of another thing oh, that no. happened today. Um, but he, like, comes into the fucking back room and he's like, Hello? Oh is, anyone, is anyone home? <laughs> and I'm like... You, like, throw the sponge <laughs> at him. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. And so I walk out and I'm like, um, yes. And, like, fucking Kylie was, like, up at the front, too. So, like, oh, all he god. had to do was, like walk past one of the aisles yeah. to know that there was someone up front oh and he like <laughs> he's like um is someone gonna come get my bottles and i'm like i guess <laughs> and so i grab them from his cart and run to the back <laughs> and then i and i slam them. i feel like you're not i feel like you are not a hasty person yeah. so imagine like me imagining you like Running with the bottles. Well, so... I was upset. Like he was like yelling at me, and he oh scared God. the shit out of me. Yeah. Like I fucking drop shit whenever he came around the corner. Um, so that reminds me another another thing that happened this morning. <laughs> okay. So if you've never met me before, like I'm a very quiet person. Like I sneak up on people all the fucking time like my footing is not loud at all like i mm -hmm. don't have big ass flappy feet that make a sound i'm kind on of the that floor. way too i scare a lot of people yeah <laughs> so like i very obviously like like came around the corner and i wasn't even like yelling i'm also a soft-spoken person <laughs> but like <laughs> i came up behind this lady and i'm like i'm like hey how are you doing and she literally <laughs> she literally goes <laughs> and, I, and i fucking die i <laughs> She screamed, oh, yeah. and Victoria told me she could hear her scream from across the store. Oh, and, and and she was great though; like she laughed about it with me. Yeah. But I was like, "I'm oh, so God. sorry. I hope your day gets better, even though I just scared the oh, crap out of you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're also kind of um, tall. <laughs> So you tower over most women. Yes. And she was about your height. Oh, so that God. didn't help. Oh, dear. And I, I, told, I told Kylie, too. I was like, if she had been any older, I would have given her a heart attack and she probably would have died. Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> or caused a lot of serious It was fucking hilarious, were. though. Just oh the God. fact that she screamed. Oh like, scream, scream. Like, horror screamed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I do that all the time at work. I feel so bad for the customers. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna kill someone one day with our fucking soft footing. Okay, so I recently learned that all serial killers, usually, are one of four zodiac signs. Mm -hmm. The most common is Virgo. Mm -hmm. Are we surprised? No. No. <laughs> the second most common is Pisces. Are we surprised? No. no. <laughs> the third most common is Gemini. We're not surprised. No. And then the fourth is Sagittarius. 
So I just want to talk about that for a little bit. <laughs> you should read off the list. All right, here's the like, list. Like, obviously the most popular ones. Yeah. All right, so Ted Bundy was a Sag. Jeffrey Dahmer was a Gemini. Ed Gein was a Virgo. Wayne Gacy was a Pisces. Um, and then the list goes on and on. Uh, Richard Ramirez was a Pisces. Um, that see. also makes sense. Yeah. Let's see if any other ones stand out. But yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, off of this list, nine of them are a Virgo. And then... Yeah, it just, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's funny because I'm a Pisces, Jill's a Virgo, mm-hmm. Tristan's a Gemini. Yeah. So like in our group chat, we were talking about it earlier, and we were like, I was one like, of these days, like one of us is gonna fucking snap. Well, I was like, is this why we all get along? <laughs> Probably. Like, <laughs> like, we all have a very dark sense of humor. Yes. Like it's oh so God, funny because so like true. whenever uh, me and Tristan like first started like talking about just random stuff at work like he would say the darkest deepest shit yeah. and he'd apologize to me and it no, wouldn't phase me i love it one bit. i love that because like that's how i cope you yes know? yeah <laughs> you know i'm thinking about the halloween episode i think it was that one where we were like yeah we have like self-deprecating humor to cope and then pj's over there like yeah <laughs> like I don't know if I can relate to that. No, like he kind of does, but he's yeah. like he's. But like, I feel like PJ's soul is like very pure. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of like clay. Mm-hmm. Like they're both Libras, and like their souls are just like very pure, and like they're not trying to have like negative energy in their life, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> yeah. Give me all of it. Yes. <laughs> See, I think that's the great thing about us, though, is that we can like transform like negative energy into like jokes right yeah so i mean literally that's that really like for real is like a big part of how i like cope with my life Mm -hmm. and like my issues you know so yeah (laughs) but anyways so i guess we should finally talk about our subject after 30 minutes of talking about random shit it's fine this episode is one of those ones again where we don't give a fuck (laughs) if you're still listening good for you yeah we're proud of you yes so (laughs) so today's kind of like i guess we'll title this horror movies number two right Mm -hmm. we're just gonna talk about some more horror movies that we really like and you know it's spooky season so we thought it was appropriate yes yeah so, do you want to go first? No, I think you should go first, because you have a longer list. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of stuff on my list. All right, do you do you know any of these? Like, do you want to talk about any of them? Oh, I want to talk about Dark. You wrote it down. Did I write it down? Yes. Where it's a show. That? No, it's Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, Dark? It's <gasps> a TV show. that? Okay, I've never seen it. It's like a, it's like a foreign uh netflix oh. show okay i've seen the like um is it like danish or something i've yeah. seen the like uh thing for it on netflix really i just good, never watched it honestly yeah. isn't it about time travel mm-hmm. yeah. my friend olivia hey olivia if you're listening you better fucking be she uh <laughs> tried to get me to watch it and i just was like in- kind of intimidated because you know it's actually really good like you know like most most foreign like shows or movies on netflix are kind of shitty but like that one they actually like the pretentious like film critic in me is like um those are my favorite ones well some of them though are good like they're they're rare you have to weed through to get the good ones yes but like dark is a really good one because it's it's like kind of like eerie like it's not just about like it's not like a doctor who time travel situation it's like a dark like like spoopy like 
fucking crappy <laughs> show. And, like, a lot of the characters, like, fit the roles that they're yeah. in, like, very well. And I think, yeah. and the cinematography is really good, too. So, the cinematography? Cinematography. I love me some cinnamon. <laughs> I love the cinematography. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I want to talk about, let's see here. Well, I mean, have you seen any of these ones? Yeah, I've seen most of them. Oh, you have? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So let's talk about Gerald's Game. I haven't um, seen that one yet. Okay, Tristan, thank you so much for showing me this movie because it's fucking everything. Yeah. And it's honestly... I've heard that it's good. It's, you know, it's like, a psycho thriller, right? <clears throat> Do you know, like, the plot? Yeah, it's like... Uh, so, like, I'm not going to spoil it for you if you talk about it, right? Yeah, like, it's... it's Spoilers, by the way, if you're listening, because we're yeah. about to talk about plots. Yeah, it's... it's, but, it's um, uh, most of... If we're ever talking about movies or music or any type of media, just know that we're going to spoil it. Yes. So, if you don't really like being spoiled about certain movies or plots, then I wouldn't listen. Yeah. But Gerald's Game is about this couple who's having some, like, marriage issues, and they go on, like, a vacation together, and they decide to get kind of kinky. And so he, like, handcuffs her to a bed, and then he dies of, a, I think, a heart attack, yeah. right? And so she basically has to escape, you know, and survive not dying from, like, dehydration, starving, all that kind of shit. And it's fucking intense. Like, it really freaked me out. And there's this character called... There's like a there's like a word for him in the movie, but he um, is very very creepy looking. And like I have a thing about eyes, like eyes really freak me out. And his eyes are like red mm-hmm. and like glowing. And there's like a couple scenes where she's like trying to escape the bed, like she's trying to get out of the bed, and he's like licking her feet. Oh shit! And she looks down, and his eyes are just like glowing, and his face is all kind of like deformed. Holy shit! And then. Uh, here, I want to. I kind of want to show you a picture of it because it, it was so scary. And then there's another scene where she is, um, she's driving, like she finally escapes from the cabin, and she's driving back to town. And she looks in the rearview mirror and she sees the 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 being, which I'm assuming is like um, a hallucination, because she's she's locked in the bed for like two days, yeah. you know. So she starts kind of going crazy, and then you see him like in the dark in this one scene, like I just. Ugh, it was so it was so effective for me. Like it really fucked me up. And then the thing about the ending though is he turns out to be a real person, <laughs> which I don't really remember the ending very well cuz I I mean I watched this like a year ago. We should rewatch but, uh, it at some point. We should, for real. I would love to do that. Since, you know, you don't really remember how it ends and I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I would love to do that. But um but yeah, that movie was great. I love that movie. If you haven't seen that yet, you should definitely watch it because it's great. I guess we could talk about a classic, Poltergeist. <laughs> yes, bitch. So okay, Poltergeist does not get enough love. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Everyone talks about Friday Thirteenth, Halloween, uh, Exorcist. Poltergeist is maybe the best one out of all of them. Did you know, you know? that the little girl in the movie died? Mm-hmm. Yes. While they were filming the the last movie. Yeah. And they had to like basically have her die in the film yeah i think 
right? Well, that was one of those movies where, like, a lot of spooky things happened on set. Like, mm-hmm. even in the first movie. Yeah. And when I was younger, it was one of the first, like, scary movies I ever saw. And, like... Yeah, me too. Part of the reason why I think I have some, like, mental trauma and, like, I'm just weird in general is because my parents exposed me to, like, a lot of, like, media that was different i guess as a mm-hmm. child like i first saw poltergeist when i was like seven yeah me too yeah and i was like why do i love this like even yes. as a child i was like this is fucking cool and and thomas had never seen it so oh we watched it recently yeah. it watched... still holds up like yes. it's still good so good but like the part at the end where he's like you didn't move the bodies yeah like my dad and i used to just randomly look at each other and sometimes and be like <laughs> you didn't move the bodies <laughs> like <laughs> That's great. We thought that was so good. Like, the plot twist, I guess, Mm -hmm. was so good, you know? Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, One of my favorite scenes is uh, the mirror scene. Mm -hmm. When they're, like, in, Mm -hmm. like, an apartment, I think, right? Yes. And that shit's so fucking sweet. Yes. I love it. And it's so cool. And once again, it's a great, uh, like, a practical effect, you know? Mm -hmm. Where it looks, it even looks scary today, and it will forever because it wasn't CGI. Eighties, nineties, you know? and early two thousands scary movies were yes. so good. Like they are because they'll hold up. Yes, like, like we've been watching, uh, we've been watching Nightmare on Elm Street the whole series because mm-hmm. my mom has all of them, so she's she let me use her voodoo so I could watch it, mm-hmm. and. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, the second one fucking sucks. Oh. Never watch it. Okay. Uh, literally, it's funny, too, because we had to rent it to remember, like, what it was. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't I don't know if Thomas had seen it or not. But, um, like, he's seen the other ones. Mm-hmm. But the second one, they try to, like... They try to, like, do, like, a, a spinoff of, like... Like, it's basically about this kid that um, has, like, homicidal tendencies. Mm -hmm. He's, like, one of those misunderstood kids or whatever. And, like, Freddy is, like, trying to come back to life. Mm -hmm. And, like, he, like, basically uses him or possesses him, air quotes, to, like, kill other people. And it's just so bad. Yeah. It's really bad. That's a whole other can of worms is when, when media tries to portray oh, I'm so misunderstood, like, I'm gonna go... Like, you know, perfect example, American Horror Story Murder House, when Tate shoots up the school, but he's like, I'm just so, like, no one gets me. Like, that doesn't excuse... Like, you can be misunderstood and feel dark and feel depressed and feel all those emotions and not literally kill people. Yeah, like, you know? I love I love that season of American Horror yeah. Story, but I just Well, really... it was essential to the plot, because you find out he really... Even though he's romanticized by, like, young... Mm-hmm. people <laughs> i mean evan peters is cute as fuck i mean so i don't blame listen <laughs> i'm not saying i'm not attracted to tate in season one of american horror story because i am but <laughs> he looks good as a blonde well and, you so. know he's like you know it's kind of fucked up like i get it yeah you know, i heard that he but... uh him and sarah paulson are gonna be back for season 10 i'm excited because season nine was fucking bullshit. I'm so over American It was sorry. <laughs> I hate it so much. Season nine. Can we talk about that real quick? I know you haven't seen Go it. Go ahead. But I'll bitch. Enjoy my wine. I'll like, 1984 was literally probably right up there with Roanoke. 
Like, we all know that Roanoke was bullshit. It was fucking shitty. They tried to make it into, like, a documentary about, like, a fucking real-life experience in a movie. They had, like, created it like, like you know, those haunting shows yeah. that are, like, people... Yeah, where they have, count- like, the people... Like, in the office where they're sitting and talking about stuff, like, yeah, in a chair. Yeah, yeah, and they have, like, actors portraying those scenes. Yeah. Well, they did that... In the sh- in the in the series, so it was actors portraying other actors acting acting. <laughs> yes, it was it was literally so oh fucking horrible. And like how it ended was even worse because they brought like the actual like the actors that played the real people that were telling the stories like to that house, and they all fucking died. Oh and it was just stupid, like. Like, that fucking series triggered me. Like, the only the only thing good about it was Lady Gaga's character because she was, like... She this, was in Roanoke? Yeah, she was, like, this crazy, like, wild witchy woman that, like, enchanted men and had sex with them. And it was great. Honestly, <laughs> that's my dream life. <laughs> Why is my laugh like this now? I, I sound... Like, I, do you agree? I mean, yeah. Like, I'm, like, almost there already. Like, I'm I'm a witchy woman that collects bones from the outside <laughs> world, so... You're, like, outside of a KFC trying to find chicken bones. <laughs> a cat died on, on my property, and I just, like, waited until the sun bleached Stop. the bones, and I have jars of it. Oh, my God! <laughs> Are you okay? It's on my altar. Anyways. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Are you okay? No. And that's all mental illness. I, like, looked at Thomas. I was like, would you judge me if I, like, collected these bones and kept them in a jar on my altar? He was like, yes. I was like, I'm gonna do it anyways. (laughs) Dude, we could have acted that out and you wouldn't wouldn't even have to give me, like, a script. I would have just known what Thomas, like... Oh my god! Uh, you know what? I have some dead butterflies in my craft trunk, so I love that. I've always, Same. I've always wanted a like a petrified like spider or like moth. Did you see my butterfly? It's pretty cool. Anyways, so back to 1984. <clears throat> like I think that like as a show, it was decent, but the whole fact that they like romanticized all of the serial killers yeah like every yeah. single well, fucking one wasn't richard ramirez like a main character yes yeah why and they like kind of like made it seem like he was like obviously he was a satanist he had the yeah. pentagram on his hands and everything but yeah. they made him come back to life by satan on the show and i'm like like where do you draw the line yeah you like know? like you could have like made that like the show about serial killers yeah. still romanticized them but not brought like some weird like ghost stories into it yeah. also and it would have been I feel like there's fine. a very very fine line which one of the shows I want to talk about was well movie I guess uh my friend Dahmer like there's such a fine line between portraying a serial killer who as who they were mm-hmm. in all of their darkest grimmest fucked up ways so that way as a viewer you can kind of understand Mm -hmm. like i don't know i feel like it's okay sometimes to like do that but once you start romanticizing it and making them seem 
like a likable person or they try to make you like feel for them or empathize with them that's where you have to like just you, you can't do that well and know? like the main part of it too which spoilers is that uh richard ramirez had this girlfriend that was at this like camp that uh one of the other serial killers killed a bunch of people at which was where the main setting was she was like trying to like get him to kill someone for her so like that already like held romanticizing because she was like having sex with him Mm -hmm. on the on the show and like one of the biggest factors of Richard and Ramirez and why everyone was so scared of him in that in that age was because of the fact that he was raping yeah. women and children and like mutilating them and sexual basically he was a necrophiliac he did everything yeah. under the sun and like you know when you're when you're a director or a writer for for a TV show or a movie you have to like ask yourself how is the audience going to perceive the way I created, how I made the character to be, you know? Yeah, and they, so, and they just showed him killing people. They didn't you, show him raping anyone Well, and, and also, all. if you make him, like, like, let's say, even down to, like, the actor. If you choose an actor who is, like, charming, like, which is why I kind of honestly had an issue with um, the Ted Bundy, Zac Efron thing. Mm-hmm. Why Zac Efron? You know, I mean, he did kind of look like I him, know, though. but at the same time, like when you when you he was just him, a more attractive version. Well, when you well, and also when you look at Ted Bundy, he really wasn't that attractive. Neither was Richard. Amir- he was just Ramirez, charming. Like and the, he and the guy that played him was yeah, attractive. Exactly, and he had a six and pack. also <laughs> also Zac Efron. People already know who he is, and they're already attracted to him. So once again you have young girls watching fucking what was that show what was that movie called with zach efron as ted bundy uh my or beautiful killer no i don't remember no it was i think it was like wick like oh what what the judge said when he was prosecuting him um but yeah like the the casting whoever casted him as ted bundy Mm -hmm. was that was a dangerous move because people already have their thoughts and feelings about zach efron and if you are, like, a young, impressionable, like, teen, and you watch that, that's only going to feed the fire of all those people on Tumblr who are, like, obsessed with certain serial killers, and they're mm-hmm. making, like, um, you know, collage. I've seen them before on Tumblr. They're well, making, they... like, collages out of them, and then they'll take, like, Jeffrey Dahmer and put, like, a flower crown on him and shit for, like, aesthetic purposes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. This is not okay. That's why I liked my friend Dahmer was because exactly. he, yeah. they, like, he didn't look attractive. No. He looked like how he, he looked. He was creepy. And, yeah. Exactly. And, like, they yeah. made him see how he actually was. You know, Ted Bundy, he was, but, he was creepy. See, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they kind of did make him that way. And, like, mm-hmm. if you watched the documentary before you saw that, like, mm-hmm. live action movie, it was very similar. Like, yeah. Like, what they showed in the documentary like, was, like, what they did in the movie. I feel like they could have just picked anyone besides literal Zac Efron, you know? One of, like, the key, like, hot guys in media yeah. that, like, girls think about. I just you know? I just don't think the roman- romanticizing was as severe for Ted Bundy because yeah. he was romanticized oh, yeah. when he was on trial. Yeah. And he was doing all this shit while he was on trial. Well, that's why he... That's why he committed so many crimes because yeah. women just like f- would would flock to him. Yeah, like because he seemed approachable. They like know? they showed like uh, 
a scene with him having sex with that girl that was obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just... It, it disgusted me. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that they, like, did it pretty well. I Yeah. I feel like there's, like, a certain extent with uh, Ted Bundy because he was so uh, psychopathic mm-hmm. that he was, like... A le- like textbook psychopath like yeah. he the way he carried himself was like no one people half of the people believed him and the other half didn't yeah you know so it was very controversial I, just, I feel like also it comes down to the point of do we need this documentary no because here's the thing serial killers they love to be like recognized like they want to be known so the whole fact that they even made that documentary, they didn't need to fucking make that documentary. No, but they I, made it I to liked fucking it make though, money because it because it helped me really know, like, but, like understand need, like how he was. Yeah, but like we need to like not give him his fame and his yeah. and us talking about him because that's what he wants us. But to But I feel like at the same time though, like he like died on death row, like he actually got executed. So like he didn't really like get fame. Like he didn't get the satisfaction. Like, like they made it. Like I just, I feel like I feel like serial killers view their victims as like trophies. Like however many they kill is almost like a trophy to them. Yeah. And so they want to be praised for like what they did. Yeah, Ted Bundy was like one of the worst ones. Yeah. Because he would like deny it to the last. And I remember. So I went to college at Florida State University, which is where he killed like four of the women. Mm-hmm. And that was the night that he went to the sorority houses, which I didn't even know. Like, there's this, there was this cafe on the sorority, like, row or whatever you want to call it that I would go to all the time and get bubble tea. And I was, like, literally next door to the house that the girls died in. <laughs> and I didn't even know. But, like, you know, reading reading the crime scene report of that was fucking awful because I remember reading that he took um, this one girl's, like, underwear and like grabbed it from the sides and pulled it up so intensely that it like cut it. There was like lacerations like like on her groin where the underwear like ripped into her. Mm-hmm. And then he bit her butt and like tore out a piece of her ass like with his teeth. Yeah. Like just shit like that. And then seeing him, seeing these girls like as he's on trial with like um, uh, signs like free him like. He's fine. And, like, having, like, girls, like, gushing over him as he's in court, you know? Like... And that motherfucker was ugly as hell. Well, it just shows that what he's doing is effective. Yeah. Like, all these girls that are gushing over him could be the next victim. Anyways, that's why... That's why Charles Manson, like... He was textbook psychopath, but he didn't do any of the killing himself. exactly. I feel like if Ted Bundy could have something like that, if he was intelligent enough to influence people like that and he didn't have such high impulses he could also be another charles manson i believe that that serial killers want to be found out i think they like enjoy getting the like getting the press and the attention that's why the zodiac killer uh every time we never found the zodiac killer yeah but that's why every time dude he like that's another movie that you need to watch. Dude, I was in like sixth grade reading like his biography or auto or not autobiography. Whatever. Whatever you want to call it. And my mom, like I checked it out at the library. And my mom was like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. God damn it. Have you seen Zodiac? No. It's so good. Um, but 
the zodiac killer that's why he would send letters mm-hmm. to the press yeah like they're like so that taunting could, yeah the so that he yeah. could get the attention that yeah. he needed to for they, his killing i really don't think they care if they get caught or not i really don't you know like you know the whole point of prison is to have the person think about what they did but when you're like a serial killer thinking about what you did is like the joy of it all. Mm-hmm. So now you're just sitting in prison thinking about how happy you are that you like killed all these people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so fucked yeah. up. The thing about Ted Bundy is all of the women he killed were brunette women. Like they were all women. They all had dark brown hair. Even the child and he his, killed. Yeah. And his mother had dark brown hair and he had a lot of like mommy issues. So I think that his issue had to do with that, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Another movie. I love I just we went on this like intense tangent. Okay, here's a fun one. The craft. Bitch. <laughs> I fucking have seen that movie twenty Dude, times. The at fucking least. soundtrack. I think that is that everything. I think that movie is why I'm a witch. Honestly, that's why like most girls born in like the late nineties are witches. Yes. <laughs> Like, oh my god. That movie is so, even Clay. Clay's like, oh my god, The Craft. Like, Clay yes, loves The Craft. It's so good. It's so I good. I love it. Like, just everything about the the lead girl's face. What is her name again? Oh god. It's like a foreign name. I just love. You're talking about the crazy girl? Yes. Yeah. I just love, like, like a how she name. looks. Like, she is also <laughs> another one She's of my types. <laughs> I Me mean, too! <laughs> oh my god. Like, oh. Um, Man. Okay, her name is. Oh, Fer- they're making they're making another one. I know, and I don't know how to feel about it. Her name is Feruza Balk. Yes, Feruza. Be but they're making different. but they're making another one like they're like family members or they're like extensions of their family. Yeah, I don't know if it's their direct daughters. Or... I've heard a lot of like mixed feelings about it. Like it Honestly, could be kind of like cheesy. I mean, I saw the but... trailer and it, it looked pretty good. Really? Like, I'd still give it a chance. Because it's, you know, it's the craft. So. <laughs> Dude, the scene. Okay. When I first saw this movie, I was in like, you know, maybe like 10th grade. And the scene where they're like walking on the beach to that one song. <laughs> what is that song? I It literally like changed me. Like. I, it it was just the best like yeah I I have that movie on VHS oh my god on display you were oh <laughs> on on a shelf <laughs> oh my god like it's like probably one of the most vintage things that I own <laughs> this yes. song. And then, the, like, the lightning strikes on the beach. And I just... Yes. It's so good. Like, the aesthetic of it is just amazing. I literally based my aesthetic in middle school off of them. That's that's still your aesthetic. It, Get yes. out of here. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, the mixture of, like, the schoolgirl clothes with the gothic ad- additions, I literally you know, like... have a gothic schoolgirl <coughs> dress. Dude. Next that has year, one of those colors. Victoria, if you're listening... Should we all be like the craft for Halloween? Do not test me. I am so down. <laughs> I would love to. Do that. I I Oh my god. I'm going to cry. That would be everything. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's see what else we got in here. Um oh, I have like a bad Have you seen the movie Us? 
Yeah. Did you like it? No. Good. Let's rant. Let's like vent and rant about it. Alright. I had such high hopes for it. I saw Get Out and I was like, this is good. I haven't seen Get Out. <gasps> I, I heard that it was good. It was good. But it I really couldn't find good. it on any platform, so, so I watched Us. <laughs> and Get Out's like the highest rated horror film of all time on mm-hmm. like Rotten Tomatoes, which I know you shouldn't count Rotten Tomatoes to be your like, you know, rating system. Yeah. But, um,. I was like, okay, so Us is going to be good, right? It's like, because yeah. Get Out was his first movie. And then he did Us. I understand the message that he was going for. Like, the message was good, you know? It was very, it was like, it kind of reminded me of how I felt after I watched A Cure for Wellness, where <laughs> it felt like an art film student first semester at, yeah. art, at art school, you know? We'll and see. they want to make a film... And they try, and it's it's good. Like, if you were to show it to your family, you're like, this is fucking great, you know? But when you really start thinking about it and picking it apart, none of it makes sense. Like, it's so... Like, the fact that there's, like, this whole underground, like, literally under the earth, like, of people, of, like, literally... mimicking our every movement. Yeah, the same exact, what? like... And it was, also, I feel like it was just like creepy. It wasn't well, like. Well, and they also talk about how they're human. They, they are humans. They're clones, right? Yeah. So but if like, all they how? have to live off of is rabbits, how are they living? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Where do they get the fucking jumpsuits from? Where do they get the scissors from? Like, and like none of it how were they made? Well, they were already made. And so, like, let's say everyone on so in everyone... America was cloned. Then, like, if your parents were already pre-cloned and, like, your parents in in real life had sex, then your clone parents would have had sex and then had you in both areas. You know what I mean? So it began with, like, a certain amount of people cloned? Yeah. They cloned them in the 80s. Then they just, like, forgot about them. It just... I couldn't enjoy it because my brain was thinking too hard, maybe. And then the daughter at the end, like, joins them. Yeah. It was just bad. It was, and that's why I was upset when it got such good ratings and reviews from like everybody. And like when I saw in theaters, I saw with like a big group of people. And after it ended, I was like, oh my god, I cannot wait to vent to my friends about this movie. And so we like all walk out of the theater, and they were like, oh my god, that was so good. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? And I, me and Thomas, like we watched it on Amazon, I think, or something, Mm because we did not want to rent it. And, like, we looked at each other and we're like, what the fuck did we just watch? <laughs> well, I like I like the symbolism. Like, yeah. I loved what it was trying to say to me. Yeah. There was just too many plot holes. Yeah. Like, I, I can't enjoy a movie. And, like, I know some people are like, just enjoy it. You don't got to pick it apart. Like, yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah. If you're a director and you're a writer and you can't write yourself a decent plot without any plot holes... Then don't. Don't yeah. make a movie, you know? Like, there has to be an explanation for yeah. every single fucking piece of the plot. Like, and also, otherwise, it doesn't. It depends have on how traction. you market your movie. This movie was marketed as a horror film, not an art piece. Yeah. If it was marketed as a short, like, art piece, then yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to pick it apart. But it was marketed as a big budget, movie theater style horror movie. So if I go into a horror movie like that and I, I don't understand the ending and it doesn't make sense, then I don't want to get yelled at for picking it apart. The same way that I did with Career for Wellness. Yeah. Like, at the end, I'm like, well, none of that makes any sense. Well, see, I liked, like, literally everything about the Cure for Wellness was, like, it was good. 
But then the last 20 minutes of the film was fucking yeah, horrible. Exactly. And that made the whole movie bad. Yes. But I think every single thing about us was just bad. <laughs> yeah. And also, I have a really hard time watching horror films when they add in comedic elements. You know? Like, they were adding in, like... And, like, and like why did why did only the wife know how to talk? Well, like, the wife... Why, why... And why did she sound like... Like... Well, the wife was... Remember when she was a little girl and she went to the House of Mirrors and found the entrance to the tunnels? She, like, switched places with her shadow self, her clone. Mm -hmm. So the wife in real life was the clone the whole time. And then in the tunnels, she was the little girl. They were, like, they switched the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, so she was able to talk because she was, like, eight when she switched with her clone, you know? Which is why in the car ride... And, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, the little parts of the movie I liked... Like in the car ride when they're like singing, I got five on it, that thing. And she's like snapping out of beat, like extremely out of beat. That's something that the clone would have done because they don't understand. They don't understand yeah. music, you know, so. Yeah, like the scene where uh, like all the clones are trying to enter the house or whatever mm -hmm. and like trying to kill them. Like that was good. Yeah. Like I thought that that was really creepy. Yeah. Like the way the little boy was like moving around with like the mask and shit. Like that yeah. was fucking crazy, but. But then they had to, th they had to like sprinkle in those like jokes here and there i don't want to watch a fucking horror movie and like hear there jokes. were jokes yes the whole movie was like very much i don't know i don't want to be like insensitive here but it was very much like um i don't know it just it it just felt so out of place like you could tell because you know jordan peele is a comedian like mm -hmm. he and peele you know he well, was he's trying fucking to hilarious so yeah. i don't understand like but he was How trying to put didn't... the humor into the movie. Like, rewatch the movie and you'll see what I'm talking about. I don't whole... want to rewatch it. The whole movie was... I'm just going to throw it away. <laughs> it, it, I'm going to throw it away in the trash can in my memories. Yeah, the whole <laughs> movie was just sprinkled with, like, jokes here and there. And I was just like... I don't know. It was just so unsatisfying. Yeah. Like, I left and I was like... Um, I don't know. And then, like... And then, like, whenever they, like, tried to finally, like, find a place that's safe... Mm -hmm. Then they all fucking get killed. Like, the whole yeah. white family gets killed. And I'm like... Like, that literally gave me no satisfaction at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, and it, you know, it does suck because the symbol... Like, everything was great. Like, the symbolism was great. Even down to, like, the rabbits. Like, being what was down there. Like, you're falling deeper down the hole. Like, there was a lot of, like, Alice in Wonderland, like, references here and yeah. there. It just, it felt like somebody would, had, like, an acid trip and was like, oh, my God, I saw this, like, crazy vision. I had this great idea. But then sober, they tried to write the plot. Yeah. And it didn't make any sense, you know? Yeah. It just was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting exhausted thinking about how horrible that fucking know, movie was. I know. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever, I've ever seen. Like, I would watch it again and probably enjoy it a little bit, but... It just, like, didn't make sense. It didn't, like, like, with horror movies, like, like, for people like, like us, there has to be some sense of, like, originality or at least some sort of, like, gratification, yeah. you know, or traction in a movie to get us hooked. You yeah. know, but there just wasn't any like substance to that yeah. movie. Like it was just like a whole lot of random I dry just kept, things that happened. I just kept thinking, like I was, I was really into it the first half of the film, mm -hmm. and then 
as soon as I started picking apart the little tiny things, I couldn't enjoy it anymore. Yeah. Because I was like, well, how are the clones alive? If they're living off of rabbits, wouldn't they all be, like, malnourished? Yeah. How, if they're mimicking us on on the surface, what does that mean? Are they exactly below us in the tunnels? How could they have met our significant, the significant other clone? Like, it just, the whole thing was just weird, you yeah. know? Even, like, down to the bunks. Like, if they're mimicking us in real life, how are they all in, like, bunks when they were, would have been apparently aligned with us in on the surface, you know? Like... Yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was so, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like if they had, like, their own, their own, like, thoughts and, mm-hmm. uh, like, mindsets that mm-hmm. I don't think that they would all exactly be with the same people and have yeah. the same exact children. Like, yeah. I just don't think that that would be And see, possible. I would have I enjoyed it as an art piece, but then they threw in the humor. Like, if it was a dark art piece film... I would have loved it. Like, mm. kind of like if, if any of the listeners have heard of, like, the movie Antichrist. That shit was fucked up and dark. And it's actually banned in America now. But you can watch it. Really? Yeah, you need to watch that movie. It's so good. But if it was, like, kind of dark and artsy, then I feel like it would have been better. But the fact that they were trying to make it... Kind of make it um, a family horror film. You know, like, yeah. a very, like... I don't know. I sound so pretentious when I talk about shit like this, but... Something that, like, everyone can enjoy kind of film. Yeah. You know, like Cabin in the Woods where they throw in, like, the humor and shit. Like, Cabin in the Woods was literally the worst horror movie that I've ever like, fucking seen. Do you know seen. what I'm talking about now? Where they throw yes. in the humor and stuff like that? Although Cabin in the Woods was kind of, like, meta. Because they were talking about... They were making fun of themselves. Yeah. Kind of like John and Tucker... Wait, Dale... Tucker? Tucker versus... Tucker and Dale Tucker and... Evil. Yes. Fuck! <laughs> See, I kind of liked Cabin in the Woods. Because they were literally making fun of the horror genre. I just don't think it's memorable to me. Yeah. I mean, I would never watch it again. But when I watched it, I understood what they were trying to do. Yeah. And I appreciated that. It was funny. I would rather watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil than But you can't mix together those two two things. If If I want a symbolic, artsy film, I don't want Tucker and Dale type... Like, I don't want jokes in there. I just want the artsy, dark film on its own. Kind of almost like Midsummer, like where you, it's fucking intense and you feel emotional. There's a lot of symbolism, same with hereditary, you know, like I want to, I want to like feel that feeling of like the, the dread. Like if I could have rewatched us and had like a lot of like dread and like, like foreboding feelings involved, it would have like hit me different. Uh So anyways, rant over. So that was us. Um, let's go to a good one. What about, um, have you seen Mama? I love that movie so much. I own it. Yes! I own it. I fucking love it. Javier Botet is, like, one of the best actors ever. Like, bruh. Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? Mm Mm-hmm. He plays the, um, The eyes guy. Yeah. The eyes on his hands guy. He does so many monster roles. Like, that's what he's known for. Even, like, um, The Conjuring, he played the... Uh, tall, thin man that walks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does like everything. Yes. You know? Yeah, Mama was honestly surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. I feel like it didn't get that many good ratings. Yeah. But like, it was so good. It mm-hmm. was so good that they even referenced it, referenced it in one of the new, newer scary movies. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, they're they, still making scary movies? Yeah, there's this, I think it's Scary Movie 6 or 7. What? I thought yeah. they stopped at like 4. Mm-mm. 
god. Yeah. I I think it's I think it's five actually, but uh, they reference Mama in that, and like it's so fucking mm-hmm. funny. Like yeah, like uh, and that scary movie mm-hmm. and and uh, you know how in Mama like the brother, the yeah. brother yeah, yeah. and his girlfriend like and move twins. into that house yeah. and like take care of take care girls. of the two girls. Um, and she and like in Scary Movie Five, she's also like the daughter of the Black Swan. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. And so, like, she's blonde, but she's still that alternative girl. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, you know how, like, in Mama, they the little girl had, like, that doll that she made or whatever mm-hmm. out of, like, sticks or whatever? Yeah. And, that creepy-ass fucking doll. Yes. And uh, in Scary Movie 5, he, she's, like, she, like, takes it away from her because she, like, was in trouble or something. She was like, yeah, you can't, you can't have this back because it's really freaking creepy. And she's like, uh, uh, she was like, yeah, but mama made that for me and it's made out of this and this sticks, you know, leaves and rat droppings. And she's like, ew, and like throws it at her. Dude, I have to watch that. It's, I, I didn't know. It's on Netflix. For real? Yeah, it's hilarious. Oh my god. I thought they stopped making scary no, movie. No. Wow. I think they made Yeah, it's also I think it's also the one with Snoop Dogg in it. Mm. And it and it also references Cabin in the Woods in that <clears> one. <throat> And, like, Snoop Dogg and Mac Miller are, like, oh, smoking God. weed in the forest, and they come upon the cabin in the woods. Oh, no. It's, it's great. Is Mac Miller the one that died? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Well. Okay, so, um. We took a short break. We peed. Um, and also got more alcohol. <laughs> it's a pumpkin spice. It's a pumpkin spice cold brew with a shot of vodka in it, and it's 10 o'clock at night, so. <laughs> That's the kind of night we're having. It's fine. It so, fits in with the spooky season. Here's the thing. I want to talk about some movies that you haven't seen. So I feel like it's not as fun if you haven't seen them, you know? We talked about all the ones that we've already seen. That I've I already seen. So have you seen... Okay, here. Read read the list. Well, we haven't talked about Hush. Have you seen Hush? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or Mother. <gasps> You've seen Mother? I think so. All right. With Jennifer Lawrence. Which one is... What is it about? Um, it's super symbolic and it's about her living in a house with like intruders keep coming in and she has a baby and the baby gets like eaten, like thrown. I probably haven't seen it then. Oh my God. It's so funny. I've seen, I'm sure I've seen the previews though. Okay. Um, of course I've seen that. (laughs) Can we talk about that? I own the special edition of it. Oh my God. So. It's the best. Okay. So I guess we're talking about Night Before Christmas. (laughs) Um, literally, that movie got me through fucking high school. It got me through my entire life. I feel like that movie is such a comfort movie. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, anyone I've talked to about that that movie either hate it, like they're afraid of it, they think it's creepy, they think it's dumb, or they're like obsessed with it. And we don't associate with the first type of people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude, the soundtrack, oh my god. God, bitch. We played that at the Halloween party and we screamed them. (laughs) I literally am not playing games here. Like, if there was, like, a play, I would literally audition to be Jack. Like, I'm fucking ready. I'm ready to, like, I just... I would literally play any character. I literally know every word. I I would play the guy under the stairs with Spider-Man's hair. (laughs) I can do all the voices. Like, I've... I'm obsessed. Obsessed with that fucking soundtrack. Yes. I played... 
I play it all the time. Even just like during the year at any moment, I'll fucking put it on. I own like two different shirts that have (laughs) Jack Skeleton on it. I also also have like this uh, Halloween wreath that's crocheted that my mom made me that has Zero and Jack on it. And uh, it it has like interchangeable like little add-ons to it. So like he can wear a Christmas hat Mm -hmm. for Christmas and then I can take it off for Halloween. Mm. But I keep it up all year round i feel like that's why not <laughs> very much like an early 2000s kid thing like a lot of the emo kids in my school were obsessed with nightmare before christmas we used to like literally watch it almost every single like weekend i watched it every day for <laughs> yeah. a year yeah like that was like a dark part of my life and i'd get home and you know i wouldn't watch it i'd just put it on in my room mm-hmm. and like do homework or like you know do whatever like read while it was on in the background and it was just like very comforting for me i don't know and like connor loves it yeah <laughs> i watch it i watch it every halloween mm-hmm. if not if not then i watch it every christmas or both i watch both yeah so it's so good yes. it's so good it's everything oh <laughs> yeah i went to sally one year for halloween and not like not like sexy sally but like actual creepy like you know mm-hmm. like i had the long dress i had the like my i put my eyelashes like low like this and they were like the spider kind yeah like it looked really good i wanted to name uh my dog zero yeah but thomas wouldn't let me <sighs> so with kenobi yeah god damn it thomas <laughs> it's his fault <sighs> We were also going to name him Blue because of his one blue eye. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See, I told Thomas, I was like, if we ever get another fucking dog, we're naming him Zero. And I do not give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas is very nostalgic, very comforting. Almost kind of like, um, you know, just like a kid's movie though we grew up with. Yeah, like every opportunity that I have a reason to watch it. I do it. Yeah. Like, and like, you know, you know how little kids are like every day I, Connor wakes up and we put a movie on and I'll put on Disney plus And like the first thing that will pop up underneath the search bar is the Halloween collection. I'll click it and he'll see the nightmare before Christmas, like characters and I'll go <gasps> and like point at it. And I'm like, Oh no, not again. And I'll put it on. <laughs> so I watch it every morning now. <laughs> yes. And Connor just sits there and watches it. Like, he loves it. Yes. He's not afraid of it at all. I'm like, yes, good. I have to train him at a young age. Yeah, I also have Corpse Bride. Oh, yes. I Corpse fucking Bride. just so love good. all of them. Me too. <laughs> and even, like, the non-Tim Burton ones, like Cor- Coraline mm-hmm. and uh, Paranorman. Yeah, Like, that kind of movie is oh, so I good. loved Paranorman. Dude, uh, Paranorman was, like, one of the first kids movies ever to be in theaters with like a gay character yeah like at the end when the boyfriend's like oh i really have to tell my boyfriend about this and she's like what you know like i remember being in theaters and i was like whoa what the fuck leica's going off apparently yes um i feel like there was another one i mean there's frankelini yes that wasn't that was Uh, the other one i loved that one too mm mm-hmm super good literally anything tim burton like like fucking makes come out of his ass with animation i I first saw edward scissorhands i was like this is my type like i feel like that movie kind of fucked with me as like a Mm -hmm. small child and i was like 
Yeah. This is who I want. I still contemplate the scene where he's like, he like kills his maker and I'm like, fuck Mm. me up, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was cute. Yeah. I know. I don't well, know. I mean, it's Johnny Depp, so duh. But, like, just the character... But, like, see, like, Johnny Depp on his own, I don't think is cute at all. It's just, like, that character of Edward Scissorhands, like, the way he looks and, like, how he's, like, really awkward and, like, like kind of shy yes. and easily, like, swayed. I don't know, like, because all the freaking women in the neighborhood take advantage of him. Like, he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I feel like I need to, like, protect him, you know? Yeah. Like... Yes. I just want to, like, take him in and be like, it's okay, I got you. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Therapy is much needed for me <laughs> in every way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was so random. I'm thinking about, well, earlier I talked about, like, f- the 50-year-old men apparently I'm attracted to. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe I need to go talk to my therapist about this and figure out what's wrong with Yeah, me. probably, probably. <laughs> I also need therapy, so it's fine. Anyways. anyways we love seeking validation from older men because we didn't get it from our dads. But anyways, <laughs> let's talk about... <laughs> We're going to move on and talk about uh, <laughs> Silent Hill, Pyramid Head. Once again, I need therapy apparently because... Is, is you think weird? Pyramid Head is attractive? Jesus Christ, Jill, you do need therapy. <laughs> I just, I just, Silent Hill is a classic. I've seen some Pyramid Head cosplays and I'm just like, why do I feel like attracted to this? Like, what the fuck? I mean, the guy is fucking ripped and he's killing people. So maybe that's why. It's funny because we were just talking about romanticizing serial killers and you're like, I find Pyramid Head so attractive. (laughs) And he's a fictional serial killer. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Dude. I still think it's wrong. Yeah. But am I victim to it? Yes. yes. <laughs> right? Like, that's how I feel oh about uh, the Richard Ramirez character. Because I'm like, why is he Dude. so fucking hot? Right. And why is this so wrong? I blame it on American Beauty. When I was younger, I feel like one of my first... Like, you know how, like, you always hear about people's, like, sexual awakenings? Like, who they, like, first thought, like, oh, that they're really cute, you know? I saw American Beauty... When I was, God, in, like, elementary school. And I saw the character of Ricky. Mm-hmm. You know? Have you seen the movie? Mm-mm. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. I haven't seen it. That's my favorite movie. Yeah. I know. You Besides talk- Midsummer, You talk about it all the time, so. Midsummer, Troll Hunter, and American Beauty are my three three favorite movies. I love Troll Hunter, bro. Troll Hunter! <sighs> it's so good. Bro. But anyways, we'll get to that. It's so underrated. Like, it's so I've underrated. never heard anyone talk about it Dude. except for you. Okay. <laughs> I saw Ricky on American Beauty. Dude, I can't. The fact that you haven't seen it, it's kind of, he's similar to like um, Jake Gyllenhaal's Donnie Darko character. Yeah, I think you told me that before. So. I'm like, bro, this is my <laughs> type. Like, this is like my fantasy type. Like, this like dark, misunderstood, creepy, yes. like, kind of person, you know? And it like totally paved the way for my crushes in all of my life, you know? Mm hmm. I don't know. I feel like that was, like, the first person I ever was, like, whoa. Like, yeah. they're really cute, you yeah. know? Well, that that actor that plays him is West pretty Bentley. attractive. Yeah. So, But, like, he's only cute but he's in the a, same he's way. he's a dilf now. Well, the same way as Jake Gyllenhaal, to me, is only really cute as Don, Donnie Darko. 
It's like all about their character that they're like portraying, you know. I think that either of those characters are attractive regardless. Like really? Jake Gyllenhaal, like even he's in his cute. like in interviews, <sighs> he's so like awkward. Yes, I love it. And like really slinky and just yes. like, and he's got the fucking like yes. <laughs> Dude, I don't think you understand. I'm obsessed. Yes, I yes I I understand he's because so Southpaw. Cute. So. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes i've literally ever since then oh like like donnie darko and then southpaw like i'm in love <laughs> he's so fucking cute. and like even thomas loves him he's so cute like, everyone loves him yeah he's just he's, so awkward yes like, oh God. he's like he's like thomas's crush like that and keanu reeves <gasps> oh my god don't Stop. even get me started on point keanu break reeves. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> even even now, oh my god! Even now, with his long I don't hair know, dude. Point his... Break, Keanu Reeves hits different. Have you seen Point Break? I think so. I think I think I've seen parts of it. Do I have to like watch like five different I movies? I guess with you? so. <laughs> if anything, like your homework is to watch new segment on the podcast. Missy's homework: you have to watch American Beauty, and like the next time we meet, you have to like tell me about it. Because it's going to change you as a person. Well, I don't have fucking time to do that listen, shit. <laughs> listen to me right now. It's the only movie that I cr- I'm guaranteed to cry every single time. Even if I tell myself, not this time. It's not going to happen this time. I fucking cry. The monologue at the end with the music. And sometimes the music will play at work. The soundtrack. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like stocking baked beans. Like not ready for this <laughs> emotional moment. Specifically, it's so baked beans. Because <laughs> it's happened before. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's so good. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Next one. Since we're at an hour and a half right now, probably because um, we derailed for 30 minutes before. I mean, we that's even pretty started. much it. Like, I really want to talk about Mother. But it's gonna be hard for you to talk about it if you've never seen it. Well, I've, I've, I've like, I know what the plot is. Like, it's like. If you like symbolic, like, artsy films, Mother is your number one go-to film. If you're leaving a religion, oh my god. Okay, so... What is it about? Alright, so it's got Jennifer Lawrence in it. She's, like, the main character. And the film opens up with her waking up in bed in a paradise. And she she's married to a writer who is significantly older than her. She's, like, 30. He's, like, 50 or 60, you know? like probably 50 and you know everything's perfect like her life is perfect and beautiful and like she's like living in like this beautiful garden and everything the writer her husband which they never give the characters names it's like she's mother he's uh i don't know what they call him but they know they don't have proper names they have they just have like um like labels i guess so the writer's fans show up to their house one day unannounced and they're like, can we just stay here? Like, we uh, we don't have anywhere to be right now, and we just need a place to stay. And she's like, okay, you can come in, you know, like caring about them at first. And then the next day, more people come. Their relatives come. Then more people come. And then, like, by the end of the movie, there's, like, fucking 100 people in her house. And she's like, what the fuck? And this whole time she's pregnant. So they're like, and it just like escalates. If you want to watch a panic attack happen before your eyes in real life, this is what it fucking feels like. Like 
they just progressively start showing up, ripping her house apart, jumping up and down on her sink, like just destroying all of their shit. And the writer's like, we have to have mercy on them because they, you know, they just like love my work so much. It's not their fault. And then she's like, do you not see what the fuck is happening right in front of your eyes? You know, like freaking out. Then at the end of the movie, she has the baby and the fucking people in their house, which at the very beginning of the movie, their house is like a, a paradise. At the end of the movie, the house is like a fucking shit show. Like it's even the lighting, everything is dark at the end. And she gives birth to her child and all the fans Give me, let me see the child. Let me see the child. And they fucking rip it apart. They literally rip the limbs off of the child on accident and kill the baby. And she's crying and freaking out. She lights the whole house on fire, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure. Something happens at the end. Then the very last scene of the movie is her waking up in the beginning of the movie. So the whole movie is symbolic of the Bible. So the writer is God. She's Mother Earth, and the child is like humanity, essentially. Or not humanity, the, the strangers are humanity. Mm -hmm. And it's basically God saying, like, no, like, they, let them come. Like, I want them to come. And she's trying to protect her home from these fucking random people that are destroying it, you know? And it's just, it's just really symbolic. So if you know that going in, because the first time I watched the movie, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I was so confused. That sounds really cool. Honestly. I felt super anxious. Like this movie will make you anxious and make you feel really bad. I love it when that prepare happens. Prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like it's very intense. And then the second time I watched it, I watched it knowing the, like not the twist, but like the symbolic meaning behind it. It was just so good. It was so fucking good. Like it's one of the best like suspenseful, like thriller kind of movies, I think ever made, you know? Yeah. And it's, and it gets a lot of shit. Like a lot of people hate this movie because they don't understand like what it's about, mm -hmm. you know? But if you have any knowledge about the Bible, like me growing up reading it all the time, then you can like make parallels to it. And yeah. it's, it's, it's really good. I recommend. You guys hear that? She recommends. Y'all should watch it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's really good. So I guess uh, Hush is another one, right? Oh, yeah, Hush. I yeah. did not expect that movie to be good, honestly, because it starts out, like, really slow. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, really, like, kind of, like, scenic. Like, it's, like, setting up. It's, like, basically setting it up for the plot. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, crazy to me because that could happen in real life. Yeah, and at the end, I loved how the killer was like they didn't know who he was you know? yeah as the cop car was driving away with him in it she did or even when she first unmasked him she didn't know who he was you know yeah and i feel like that like not every not every scary movie has to have like an explanation to who the killer is like what's the twist sometimes you, there's just a fucking crazy person trying to kill you mm -hmm. you know so I really, I liked that a lot. Yeah. Because like the beginning of the movie seemed kind of cheesy at first. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And then towards the end, I was like, oh shit. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is pretty good. Yeah. You know? It was, it was, it was a good movie. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like the best, but it also wasn't the worst. So yeah. like, I'd probably watch it again. Yeah, so. I would. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. I saw it when it first came out, I think. Mm. I have two movies left to talk about, but they're like kind of... 
don't know. Are you afraid of the dark? <gasps> we could talk about that. Which one is that again? I know I've seen it. It's it's kind of like Goosebumps. It's like a Nickelodeon uh, kids horror oh, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it starts. It's been so long the, since I've the seen the very that. beginning of the show. There's a bunch of like teenagers sitting around a campfire, and one of them's like, "I'm gonna tell you the story." Of this and this and this. And then, like, they throw, like, this, like, sand out of this bag onto the fire and it, like, explodes into flames. And then they, then, like, the story is told, like, visually, like, with actors and stuff. Yeah. I want to, I want to see if maybe I could find that somewhere because I pretty much only saw it as a kid. Yeah, me too. So. And I wish, I wish that, like, a streaming service would start to show it because I would fucking watch it again. Oh, my God. There's this one episode... That I vaguely remember about, like, aliens. And they're in, like... There's just this one scene where they're, like, rising upward towards the ceiling. We can watch it on Amazon Prime. And I have Amazon Prime. But is it, like, an add-on? Nope. What? No. Are you sure? Mm Mm-hmm. Because usually... I feel like I tried to do that one time and it was an add-on. Nope. Here, I'll I'll go to Amazon Prime. Okay. Because I'm, like, ready to watch Keep it. talking. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, they're, like, rising up. Like, the camera angle was, like, from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, kind of, like, oh, no. And then, like, the alien's hands are, like, going, like, they're, like, reaching into, like, the thing. Do you remember this? I don't know. I think so. It kind of traumatized me as a child. <laughs> but I thought it was so, like, cool. I don't know. I, I love that show. Another thing I wanted to talk about was the movie Swallow. Bruh. Bruh. Oh my god, we should talk about the platform too. <gasps> Did you watch the platform? I watched it. I can't. I literally, I love I literally it. I love can't it, watch though. it. I cannot watch it. It's it. disgusting, but I, I love it. I literally cannot watch it. There's something about like Brazilian horror films that really fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the whole idea, the the horror films that, that scare me the most are like dystopian ones where it's very... Um, not like it's kind of like futuristic and um you know yeah <laughs> like and also survival films fuck that shit i'm not here to watch somebody survive no ma'am thank you like castaway remember castaway when that shit came out my parents dude my parents took me to the theater to watch castaway when i was like six what the fuck this is why i have problems <laughs> don't take your children to watch fucking <laughs> survival films when they're like not even 10 years old yet such a bad idea but yeah that movie fucked me up real bad wow i don't know why online it would say that it's free but then when i go on the app i mean it's not that expensive like for the whole season it's only like five bucks Mm. so yeah well you could probably find it on like amazon or not amazon youtube for free as well like some of the episodes no it's it's 199 on youtube but anyways the platform i don't really like understand i understand the plot like even though i never saw it i watched so many videos about it i don't understand like why they ended up on different levels oh okay so basically you're either forced into the platform or volunteered to go into the platform oh my god the lady with the dog (laughs) so um it's basically like a dystopian horror film not horror i don't know it's kind of like it's like it's kind of like sci-fi i think it's like it's like a sci-fi thriller yeah 
And um, it's basically basically this prison where there's floor one to like three hundred, I think. It's actually right? eight hundred. Eight hundred. Okay. That's part of the yeah. that's part of the plot the twist, is that it yeah. goes down way more than you think yes. it does. And the whole film is symbolic of the hierarchy of it's almost like the class system, you yeah. know. Well, I understood that, but yeah. I don't understand like why the same people would end up on like level four or yeah. level well, 50 or level... It constantly changes. So when you're first put into the platform, you wake up. I guess we should, we should explain the way that it's formed. Yes, so okay. there's like this, there's this big tower and there's like, like Misty was saying, like 800 floors and each floor is just like a small, like square, like cement room with like water like actually water. you know what i think it was 1500 1500 there's a lot i remember like 14 like 70 is when one one of the ones that yeah. the main characters were on yeah just ask google how many floors are on the platform yes <laughs> anyways you can explain it while I'm doing so it. there's different floors and you know from the top to the bottom like the top floor is labeled one then it goes all the way to the bottom floor and there's this square cutout in the middle of each floor all the way down that this like platform of food hovers on. And when you're first brought into the platform, they ask you what your favorite food is. And they add that onto the order of the platform. So like, let's say you're, you either get sentenced to be on the platform or you choose to go into the platform to either get your tuition paid uh, get rid of your debt. Like, there's always, like, a reward for doing it if you can complete it. Uh, like, like three months of being on the platform. Then, like, that's what the guy went in for was to get his, like, uh, something happened. Like, he like he chose to go in there. You know, he, he wasn't, like, arrested. I so, think it was, like, like, he was, like, serving, like, a sentence. Yeah. Or something. Well, he went in there, like, he wanted to go in there to either, I think it was to get his college tuition paid for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah there's uh, 333 platforms. Okay. But they think at first that there's only uh, 200. Oh, okay. Yeah. And one day they wake up on 202. And so they yeah. were like, what uh-huh. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but so... essentially, uh, every platform, you're on there for a month. I thought it was like a week. I think it's like a week. I think it's seven days. And there's like this like square cement block of food that starts at the top and it's full of food at the top. And the whole point- No, it's a month. It's a month. Yeah. The whole point is that, are you sure? Yeah, I just read it. It said, it says- Because uh... they change, because he only goes in for three months and they change platforms. They change numbers like five times. And he goes in for like three months. Yeah. Because it says, it says that there's, like, they were there for like, uh, one of the sentences begins with at the start of the fifth month, they're assigned to level six. And I think that's after they're, I think it's, you get one month per level. So that's why it's so scary that there's more than 200 levels mm-hmm. because that's a lot yeah. of years. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, but the platform is filled with food. That should last, it should be equal to everybody. Like if everyone took what they needed to survive, then everyone could survive. But because people are greedy, they, 
eat as much as they like literally until they bust at the first fucking couple hundred floor or you know hundred floors or whatever and then so when by the time it gets down to like even floor 50 the food's gone like it's all fucking gone and you can't hoard the food because if you try to hoard it then the room like heats up and you could like die from like getting hot (laughs) yeah it heats up or it gets really cold yeah so this guy, you know, and you're also assigned a floor mate that you're with the whole time. Mm-hmm. So he's with this dude who was there for a long time before he was. It's not It's not always the same person. Mm. Sometimes you get put with a random person. Like, yeah. first he's with an old man, and mm-hmm. then he's with um, but that's cause the a lady man, with a dog. But that's because the old man dies, right? I think so. Like, they, they eat him. There's a lot of cannibalism in this film. Yes. Well, I mean, if you were trapped on to the 200th floor for a long yeah. period of time with no food, you'd probably eat another human. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, you know, the whole point of the movie is to, like, make you feel... Disgusting? It's supposed to make you feel helpless. Like, okay, the way I took... The way that I reacted to the to this movie was... Like, when you're born, when you are born on Earth, like, your consciousness is, like, being put into a body, right? You have no control over that. Mm -hmm. You don't, you have no control over where you're born. You could be born in Africa, literally starving to death in sub-Saharan Africa. You could be born in, like, a Nordic Nordic country with a bunch of money. Like, you don't know where you're going to be born. So, it's kind of, like, it's kind of reminiscent on the hierarchy of, like, the platform. You don't know what level you're going to be on. In the next month, it could be any of the levels, and at the very top, which is like the symbolic of the one percent. Which, by the way, in the movie, the platform itself is disgusting. Like it's fucking mm-hmm. dirty. People are shitting like in each other's like faces because there's cutouts in each of the platform levels that you can see. If you look down, you can see it like going down. You know, like you can yeah. hop down levels if you wanted to, um, but at the very top is where like the 1% is quote unquote and they're making all the recipes and they think everything is just so like exquisite and perfect and they're almost like blind to what actually is happening below them. Yeah. Like they think they're feeding people that are happy to be there and they can't wait to get their favorite recipe, you know. Yeah. And then as soon as they send the food down, it all goes to shit. Yeah, like they know? they put uh, every single person's favorite food mm-hmm. on the platform. Yeah, and like at some point, the main character like finally gets his favorite food because mm-hmm. he was on like level three or four or something like that, and it was like escargot, but then he like never like got got it again after that. So, yeah, yeah, but it's just it's. I don't know. It's, it's a fucked up movie. It really is. And it's, I I can't bring myself to watch it. Like, <laughs> I know everything about the, mo- the movie. I just can't watch it because I know how I'll react to it. And I'll just, I can't. Like, I really I just need to watch it. it again because I feel like I didn't really understand it the first time. Like, because at some point there's like a little girl yeah. on the very bottom level. Well, she, at the very, like, you know the scene where... He, at the end, walks away with the old man from the first couple levels. Like, like this. You know, they mm-hmm. walk away. They died. Like, they're dead. Yeah. And it just, it's supposed to represent them, like, leaving, essentially, the platform. 
Um, well, the little girl was um, like one of the characters mm-hmm. uh, on there, and she was on the very last floor. Yeah, the one of the last. one of the characters on there yeah. was uh, her mother, the yep. little girl's mother, and she was looking for her, and like she would get like raped mm-hmm. by you know like all these other men and yeah. shit. And, like, and I don't know if you like caught on to this, but the little girl's supposed to be dead the entire time; like she's never been alive. The mom was just looking for her for no reason. She was dead the whole time. And when... So the little girl's favorite food was the panna cotta. And when it gets... and Oh, and when the platform reaches the final level, it shoots up to the top super fast. Mm-hmm. And so when it shoots up to the top, the panna cotta is the only thing that's left on the platform. And that was supposed to send a message to the cooks, like the quote-unquote like 1%. That something is wrong, and the cooks look at the panna cotta, and they think they literally like talk amongst themselves, and they're like, "I guess they didn't like it," and like throw it away. <laughs> like they are, they're so blind to their like perfect life that they yeah. they didn't understand the whole message of the fucking panna cotta, you know. So I don't know. I just I really liked that like symbolism, but. It's also scary. It's a scary movie, and I don't want to watch it. I'm scared of it. I really wanted to watch it with you, though. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's gross, but it's not like it's that not the gross. gross. It's so it's so depressing in every single way. And like survival films, I do not fuck with those. I hate that kind of movie. <laughs> God damn. Why do I want to watch someone try to survive? Yeah. No, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah. I'd rather watch, like, a cult film, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just, know. like, I'm not really that picky about my horror movies, unless it's obviously shitty, but... Some of them, some movies are so, like, Mother is so impressionable to me that I don't know if I could watch it again. Yeah. You know? It really fucking, it really destroyed me. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Like, Last House on the Left fuck me up and i will never watch it again ever yeah that movie ever crazy (laughs) like i didn't think it would like turn that type of way yeah you know (laughs) this is almost a two hour long podcast well we'll edit it oh yeah you you can cut out a lot of shit yeah obviously (laughs) so i guess our listener question is tell us your favorite horror movie yes and we'll plug it into the next episode. Hopefully, you will tell if you us. Fucking tell us if you send it in, bitch. <laughs> and then the next episode, we have another guest, probably. Yeah, yeah. This week's gonna be interesting because I'm gonna be gone for like eight days. Yeah. So um, this next episode will probably come out a little bit late, probably a couple days. At least until I get back, because I'm not going to be back until probably that Monday. Yeah. Next, next Monday, so. Yeah. But it'll be my uh, my cousin's episode, finally. 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 <laughs> so, so, I guess we should plug the socials. I guess. <laughs> so, we are on Facebook at Let's Shoot the Shit. And... In the title, it's Let's Shoot the Stuff. Because, why, Jill? They don't allow cursing. Fucking lame. Yeah, yeah. No, Facebook is pretty lame. Um, yeah. <laughs> Instagram. 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 <laughs> um, 
It's let's underscore shoot the shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. Anyways. <laughs> My ears started ringing. Um, okay. So, if you want to send us your listener stories, go to mm-hmm. anchor.fm yes. slash let's shoot the shit yes. slash message. Yes. Press that message button. You can either message us on Facebook so that we can read it on the podcast for the listener uh, for the listener stories stories the listener stories yes. section in in the get in the <laughs> <Shut> beginning. <up. laughs> if you want to tell us about your favorite horror film, then yeah, just go ahead and tell us on the message part of. You can also tell us what you like about it. Uh, you can also tell us any bad. Dude, if you hate a movie and you just want to fucking vent, yes, I'm your sponge. Tell me everything you hate about a movie. I'm here for you. Yes, we will probably agree. Yeah, <laughs> so. I think so. <laughs> um, but anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the first 30 minutes of us <laughs> talking about literally nothing that had to do with <laughs> our episode at all. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, I hope you guys have a good Halloween because... We probably won't. (laughs) I think I will. I don't know. It depends. Everything's up in the air. It'll be a wholesome Halloween. Like, I'll just be here with my son, handing out candy. Yeah, I'll probably just, like... (laughs) Oh. This is the segment where we burp into the microphone. (laughs) Excuse me. I'll probably just be chilling with friends or family on Halloween in Texas. Playing everything by ear at this point. So, whatever happens, happens. Is it everything by ear or everything by here? It's ear. Ear? Yeah. What does that mean? Like... Like when you're composing music and like you're hearing it by ear? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Anyways, um... I guess we're gonna go now. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.